to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms, including YouTube at Keys to the City. New shirts, we're getting new hoodies, sweatshirts coming in, falls coming in, so we're going to be trying to get new apparel. Anybody wants us, let us know, message us. us. They want us. They want us, Trev. They always want us. They always want the Keys boys, but we are back. What a Sunday. One week ago, it was an amazing start to the season. One week later, tragedy. All over the league. We're going to get into all of this. This is a football Monday, a Monday, a football Monday, whatever you want to call it. We will talk about baseball at the end of the week. The Lakers come out to a huge 2-0 lead with Anthony Davis going Kobe. I love it. And the Yankees clinched last night, so we'll talk about that as well in the end of the week with Joseph McGuire, and he will be joined with us in a few minutes. But every, every year, everything you do, you have expectations, right? You have for jobs, relationships, car, and just anything in life, you always have expectations. Well, coming into this year, as a Giant fan, I had good. I had not high expectations, but I had expectations that were better from than previous years. And if Joseph McGuire wants to join us as well as usual, just come on in. I had high expectations for this team, this Giant team, in the sense of you have a new coach, the way of his style of play, and just the, his mantra, the way he handles things. The just, I like it. The no BS, it wasn't like Shermer, it wasn't like McAdoo. It felt different. You get Daniel Jones, you get Saquon back healthy, you get all these nice weapons. No matter what you want to say, the Giants do have some nice weapons. Slayton, Ingram, Shepard, Tate, those are four good weapons. And then you got Barkley as well. You added Deion Lewis. But we all came in, expectations, not playoff-esque, but we would say there was more hope than previous years. So we come in yesterday, and I expected big things for Saquon Barkley. And it's just tragic to see a player of his magnitude, the talent, to see him go down. It's just very, it's sad. Well, the first time or the second time? Well, the second time is the ultimate one. It's not the first one. Yeah, the first one he had a freak thing, and then he comes back in. It's just, we all have expectations. And seeing this happen, I don't know what to make of how the Giants handle this situation going forward. It is official that Saquon Barkley has a torn ACL and will miss the rest of 2020. But we can also talk down the line in a couple minutes of how this affected, how preseason and how COVID ultimately played another big part in the NFL's plans. And this is not just because the Giants, we are Giant fans and we will talk, we're gonna talk about the Giants. But you gotta look around the league. Christian McCaffrey, now out for a couple weeks. Michael Thomas went down last week. Jimmy G. Oh, not to mention Nick Bosa as well. He's out for the year. Raheem Mozart and Solomon all for the four tonight. Every four guys. There was, and I, if I had the list, I, I, if I could find that list, there's a huge list. Cortland Sutton, Cortland Sutton uh, Denver Broncos receiver, out for the year with the torn ACL. So you see this game. Drew Locke. Drew Locke is another one that's out. And I could just, I mean, I'll get into that question in a few. Listen, you can go to Paris Campbell from the Colts. It's just just on and on, but we are Giant fans, and I want to start with this. And I'm getting sick and tired of everybody on Twitter, and me and Ted just got into it right before the show that made Joe crack up because, well, this this is a a passionate topic. I've seen everybody, typical Giant fans, loser Giant fans that just want to say, I'm done with this team, get rid of them, they're done, fire Gettleman, fire, fire everybody, get rid of Saquon, Daniel Jones. Shut up. And we talked about this yesterday. Everybody still wants to keep talking about the Saquon pick to this day. Just just get over it. I'm sorry. Stop with the Sam Darnold comparison. Stop with all of that because those New York Jets too, yeah, all the great Sam Darnold, oh, we've been waiting for him to glow in this league. Well, yeah, he's really taking a step forward. I'm sorry. If you're a great quarterback, you still make things happen. He hasn't. That team is atrocious, the worst team in the league, and the Giants are a better team, Ted, but that's for another – couple minutes we'll get into that (laughs) i want to get in with you guys because we're all giant fans we're all frustrated we start off zero two again only than other than 2016 the new york giants since since their super bowl run have started zero two 
And the sad thing, yes, look at that. Since they had 11 wins in 2016. Since then, there's your stat. 12 wins. Now, you think they have all the, all the, all the, all the right things going forward. And then yesterday, they still had opportunity. This is why I get mad with people saying the Giants suck or this and that. The Giants still had a chance to win the game, guys. And the final play of the game. For how bad yeah, I think that speaks about, to how bad the Bears are. But this is also the fight that the Giants have with the, the Joe Judge attitude this is because that their team never gave up for 60 minutes. They didn't give up for 60 minutes. I know they are 0-2. I get that. They're in la- they tied with the Eagles now in last place in the NFC. The Bears are not a good team. If you watched that game yesterday, you realize the Giants are not a good team. And I know you could say, listen, it doesn't matter. A bad wins, a wins, a wins, a wins, a win. doesn't matter how you get it. They're not that good. They are not good. They cannot get pressure on the quarterback. Their secondary, you're going to see, I was reading on um, Jordan, or whatever, yeah, Rand, whatever. Renan's uh, column, Giants are going to make some changes in the secondary this week. They're speaking volume. Certain guys got out. Snap. It's still an issue. Giants can't run the football, even though it was funny, though. Deion Lewis had better um, I'll, 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 like, yeah, better success. Yeah, yeah, better success than Saquon. I don't know what that means. Maybe because Dan Lewis is five foot eight, one hundred eighty five pounds, so he can squeeze through the little peephole that the Giants leave. But I just wanted to talk about Saquon for a second because I know you were. I just want to put my thing. So I remember we were watching the game, sitting right here. Saquon goes, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" I watched his elbow. I'm like, "Oh, he dislocated." I knew it. They said he didn't dislocate it. I'm like, "Oh, he ain't coming back. He's gonna be out." We're on a play. End of the quarter. Next play, Saquon. Just being Saquon, never giving up, running hard, and one of those freak things. You sometimes you don't even need to be touched. Knee buckles, ACL, Giants fans' biggest nightmare. Halloween comes early. It's just sad because that was the first time in two years that Daniel Jones had every single weapon on the field all at the same time. Saquon, Evan Ingram, Golden Tate, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard. And guess what? Two of them didn't even make half time. Sterling Shepard again gets hurt with a toe injury. What else is new? The guy can't stay healthy. Love him. Loved him when he played for Oklahoma. He's going to be up there, a guy that the Giants are probably going to have to ship off after the season, release him, do something with him. Saquon's injury, you know it's a year injury. Hopefully, you know this type of guy. He's like the Adrian Peterson Movado. He's going to come back stronger, faster, bigger. That's what we expect. The problem is, will the Giants be better? It's the same story over and over. We want to make excuses for them. Oh, they don't have this. Oh, they don't have. When are we going to I'm get over make, the hump? When are we going? Here's I'm the thing. I can lose and lose good. We don't lose good. We lose bad. We don't look good. It, there's there's a certain way of watching the game, and people are like, oh, they, they just think no, because you, you don't understand football. You just see. Because you don't understand the intellect of blocking and thing and schemes. And, and there's another team on the other side that's trying to prevent you to score. Or they're trying to score. And they work just as hard as you during the week. That's what they get paid for. But this team, 2020, the Giants, we have to have a little hope, right? We had a little hope. We were thinking, okay, this team's not going to make the playoffs. But maybe we can make at least a run 8-8. Eight eight. We'll show improvement. Week one. Couldn't run the football, but we're like, hey, listen, they played hard. All right, it's a fighting chance. No preseason, we'll get better. Second week, they looked worse this week, I thought, than last week. I really did. I thought they showed more effort and more heart this week. In week I mean, in week one than they did in week two. And they played a better team. Well, they played a team that's probably going to be let's in the, be honest. one but of the best though, I mean, Luke, coming back down 17-0, and, and Joe, I'll get you in in a sec. I'm sorry that you're just sitting there. But – you got to know, losing your best player to an injury like that, that could bring down a team. The way they fought back, I know they lost. I know they're 0-2, but the way they continuously fought, like previous years from when they had McAdoo, they just they just quit. Like they were a bad team. And you came out right before the show telling me that they are one of the worst teams. I do not believe they are one of the worst teams. In the well, league. they're one of the five worst teams in football right now. Okay. But don't say okay. Okay, I, I said okay. Are you agreeing? No, I said okay. They're just That's not fine. the worst team. They're not the worst. The team. other team is across the. Uh, Joe, the, other... the question is, and it's the main question because we've been talking about this whole year. Running backs been getting paid. Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, Kamara, some of the big names in the league. Tariq Cohen actually just got an extension too from the Bears. Here's where the question starts to swirl. The, the rumors start to go. The reports. What do the Giants decide to do with Saquon Barkley? And if they do continuously have him, will they ever or will he ever find success in New York? And Joe, I'll ask you if you want to chime in. Please be my guest. Well, of course he will. This team is only going to get better. And I agree with Ted. I mean, I think they're awful. 
I, I thought that week two definitely was not the step forward I was hoping for after week one. I mean, give the Giants some credit for staying in the game, but the game was over anyway. And the Giants, and I've been saying this for a while now, I think the Giants' biggest problem is they're in loser mentality mode. They can't close games. I mean, they get close a lot. And unfortunately, there's no, there's no reward for getting close. I mean, it, it, I, I love the fact that the Giants don't generally get blown out, but you got to start winning some of these games. You got to find a way to win. And without Barkley, the, the, the task at hand has just gotten insurmountable. I mean, I, I think there's no way the Giants don't finish three and 13. I, I think this year is definitely going to be a lost year for the Giants. Hopefully you get a high pick and you do something they definitely got to fix this offensive line. It's a disaster. I mean, your 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 game plan for this season was to run the football, get Saquon more involved. It, 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 I mean, every everything is behind the line. He's getting hit constantly. Um, the the Giants are a mess right now. Obviously, the secondary needs help. You, you know, have a new coaching staff and a new personnel. I listen for people who say, "What's your thoughts on Joe Judge?" I like Joe Judge. I like his whole mentality. I like his whole persona. But you got to be realistic. This is a team that's been, Joe, you just said it, bad. And not bad for one year, not bad for two years, bad for about five years. All right? They've, they've been – they've had loser mentality written on their, their doorstep, and they don't know how to sweep it away. This and, and, and I don't know what it is if – because I don't think it's completely personnel. I think Giants have decent personnel. I really do. I just think you do, there's – you can have great personnel, but if you don't know how to win, you know what I mean? Like, I'll use the reference in baseball, the Rays, right? You look at them. Where is their great personnel, right? They have good pitching, but there's no superstars, but there's a mentality of winning down there. They know how to win. Why can't the Mets win, right? You look at the Mets, they're like, ah, they bring this superstar and this. Why can't they win? It's a mentality. It's a whole persona. I like Joe Judge. I think he will eventually be successful. Joe, I do agree. I think the Giants... You look at the next three weeks. Let's let's be realistic. The 49ers are going to beat the Giants next week, even with the team that they're going to put on the field. Uh, that I truly believe that. Now, can I be shocked? Hey, listen, that's why they say anything can happen on a Sunday. But you look at the 49ers next week at 1 o'clock. Then the week after, the Cowboys come in. The Cowboys will probably win. They're the better team. I don't know how they won yesterday, but beyond the point. And then you play the Rams, and the Rams look great. The Rams look like a team from two, three years ago. So you're talking about an 0-5 start, and it's like, here we go again. A possible. And, and if you look at the schedule, the schedule is not easy. And we've talked about the Redskins. They bring a front seven that it's nasty. is it's, nasty. It's very, it's very good. I just hope Daniel Jones doesn't get killed either because you don't want to – we always talk about this. You don't want to ruin a, a young kid's – uh, mentality in the pocket. You don't want to already set that fear in his here's eyes. The, here's the questions that I saw on Twitter all night, and people were maybe more for the Jets, but not for the Giants. But if the Giants were a top two pick or the number one pick, they got the worst team. Would they seriously consider drafting Trevor Lawrence? I do not think you need to at least give Daniel Jones three solid years. Give him three years and see what he's made of. He's not going to have his number one weapon now this year for the entire year. We have to see what he's made of. He has. That's not a he, bad take though, because think about it. If you had, and this is the way we look at it. And I'm I'm cutting you off because I'm going to ask Joe this. Just go. Just go. Be just, quiet. Just Don't go. tell me to go. Just go. Andrew Luck comes out of the draft. Peyton Manning's comes out of the draft. This is the where we look at Trevor Lawrence. Now, you could say, listen, he hasn't done anything yet in the NFL, but we give these accolades. If Trevor Lawrence or an Andrew Walker, Peyton Manning sitting there, we question the Daniel Jones pick. You questioned it. You screamed. You were on, you were on the phone, literally on video. What are we doing? If Trevor Lawrence is there, do you not even maybe think about it and flip Daniel Jones for a draft pick? Somebody might take him, or do you say a best man competition wins? I think you have to give at least Daniel Jones a solid three years. I mean, he has the tools to be a good quarterback. He has the mobility. He's got the arm. He's got to work on his mechanics still, but he's still a young he's still a young quarterback. Look, he makes too many mistakes, Trevor. You can't say that look, anymore. Kyle Murray's in his second year. Okay. Guys, we talk about this all the time in the NFL. You don't get that three years anymore. Okay, and Baker you, Mayfield's in his year. Good, he's and garbage. Hey, okay, but my point and is, so you, have, you, you don't listen to yourself sometimes. You just go. You just say whatever. You got to sometimes give year three. You got to give him at least three freaking years. You can't afford in New York. 
Well, you're going to have to. If you're going to go back, you're going to go draft another quarterback. Now, it all depends on if the, if the mayors say, Gettleman, it's it's over with. The, the experiment's over with. I mean, Joe Judge and then, they get, and, then they get, and then they get a new GM, and then what happens there? All in all, you see, Saquon, this is on the makings of, and I hope to God it's not. I hope he comes back better than ever. I mean, right now, could this be like a Derrick? I saw a picture. Is this like a Derrick Rose situation with Chicago? I mean, Derrick Rose, we know how great he was. We know how he was going to be the, I don't know, the savior of Chicago. It was amazing. MVP, looking like better, a Hall of Fame career. You know what happened to Derrick Rose. I mean, he's still playing. He's still very well. He's a good player in the league, but he never was that superstar just because of the injuries. Is Saquon on the verge of being that right now? He gets hurt last year with the leg injury. This year, it's the knee injury. I mean, he's so talented. All we ever heard was this guy looks like this guy's built like Tarzan. He does everything perfect, it seemed like, when he got drafted. So to see him now all of a sudden have two major injuries, leg injuries, mind you, are we on the verge of seeing maybe a Derrick Rose? That is TBD still, but right now, it, I don't know. Joe, one of, our, one of our guys just said, why do they have to give him three years? If it's not working, time to move on. This is this is not the way to Daniel Jones' fault. No, it's no one's fault. But we saw Joe Burrow the other night with no help, throw the ball 61 times, no picks, make plays. What's the excuse there? There is none. He's making plays. He will get the better we quarterback. We were just going. Hold on, but here's my point about that. We, I know. we were just going nuts about Daniel Jones last year. Like he was like, oh my god, this guy is. This guy had four thousand. I think it was close Listen, to four thousand. He's gonna hold have on. this whole he year to finish four, out, and we'll on. see. We had twenty-four on. touchdowns last year, twelve picks. I know he had the fumble problem, but still, he had something we haven't had in a long time, which was a quarterback that could move out of the pocket, make plays with his legs, and now all of a sudden we want to dump him after a game. That's my point. We have to. We have to no, wait. Not and dump see. him after the game. Let's see how the season. We goes. have to wait and see. Like this whole team as a whole needs work. Yeah, but let's be honest. This this season and its performance just got much more difficult if you're Daniel Jones. Again. You got to go through the next 14 games without your best offensive player and the guy that you built your entire offense around expecting he'd be a healthy contributor. And to be fair to Saquon, I mean, he did rush for a thousand yards despite all the time he missed last year. And knowing him and the way he works out, he's going to come back in 2021 and be all the better for it. I still think he's going to be a great player. I think he'll be better than what Derrick Rose is to the NBA. Um, So I'm not concerned about that. I would be concerned, though, if the Giants, and I said this a while ago, if the Giants go 3-13, and Gettleman's gone. And you could certainly consider the idea that they, they could draft somebody like a Trevor Lawrence. But, but that really does sort of hit the reboot on this three-year rebuild time frame we've already been in. Again, if you were to go out and draft a Trevor Lawrence, I think, again, you're sending the wrong message to free agents. The Giants certainly... The, the Giants certainly haven't done themselves any favors, and I, I just don't think that this is going to help. I think Daniel Jones has a lot riding on the next 14 games. He's really got to show that he's not Sam Darnold, that there is some improvement, and he's going to have to do it without Saquon Barkley on the field. So we'll see what he's really he made of. It'll prove even more so that he is the guy because he had to do it last year when Saquon was out, and now he's got to do it for a full season. Now, Trev, you were telling me before the show, the Giants are bringing in possibly Devontae Freeman. The, they, had a, yeah, they, have a work, they had a workout in today with him. So, he's, I mean, he's I'm, nice back at I, 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 I wouldn't mind having Devontae Freeman, but behind that off the line, got I don't care what running back you are. I mean, it's going to be a struggle. I mean, just look at Saquon. His first, I mean, Deion Lewis played well last week. Wayne Goldman was out, so they only played with one, one running back yesterday against the Bears. We saw what they did against the Steelers. Bears have a good defense. Having Akeem Hicks does make a major difference for the Bears style. They even said, "Yeah, well, he was last year." Exactly, that's my point. He's nasty. And now next week you got to play the 49ers, a different 49ers defensive line now with Bosa going to be out for the year, and now Solomon Thomas going to be out, and even Jimmy G. And just to see the Giants start off 0-2 again, it's frustrating. It's it's become routine. It's become a routine for us. You start 0-2. You. I mean, no, literally, it's become routine for us, so it's not a surprise. So I can't sit here and be pissed off. Like, it's just, it is what it is. We're 0-2 again. It's a struggle. It's almost expected as a fan. All right. Well, hold on a minute. So so we talked about this game. I told you how I felt where, where the Giants stood going in. 
Trevor particularly didn't like my response. I got torn up on on my podcast, drawing about the G-Men, because again, I thought the Giants were going to lose a game. I don't and know. We, picked, we, all picked, we didn't pick the game, but I thought the, the I, listen. I thought the Giants could win this. I game. thought we talk about it. I said there was no way they could win the game, and 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 again, I I think you you're going to see the Giants be in games all season, like they were last year, like they were the year before, and they just don't finish. They don't finish, and and not only do they not finish, but they always. Is it any shock that yesterday's game ended on an offensive pass interference in the end zone? I mean, that's just the way it's been going for the Giants. If it would have been, if it would have been the opposite, if it would have been the other way around, you know what would have happened? The Bears would have caught the caught the ball in the end zone for a touchdown as time expired, and we would have lost that way. The Giants just find ways to lose. The Giants have a nineteen play drive. What happens? Hey, look, their last, I'll say this too, Teddy. I mean, their last three drives were all like 10 player more drives. I mean, the Giants certainly got it together for whatever reason with, with Deion Lewis in the backfield, they looked, I mean, what the Giants did in the fourth quarter was much better than what we saw in their previous seven quarters for sure. There, I mean, that's look at the first credit. half. That's got to be a credit to Joe Judge. I'm with all Jason Garrett. And that's that got to be a credit. That's got to be a credit. This coaching staff, I like this coaching staff. I really do. We just don't have defensive. Uh, we don't have defensive personnel. We don't have to be honest. We don't have. Play, we don't have playmakers, don't have on, playmakers defense. on defense, and that's where everybody's going to go nuts and say, "Oh man, that Washington game." I mean, it's over with. It's in the past. We could have had a chase shot. It is what it is. It's over with. The offensive line was has been decimated for years. The Giants needed offensive line. That's still. Uh, He's it's played. Still, he's, he's played Andrew well. Thomas has played well. I'm not saying Andrew Thomas is talking about the other four. Once guys. we get Xavier McKinney about back the other four later guys. in the season, that'll help in the secondary. All I know is it's 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 a frustrating start to the season once again. It's it's tragic to see Saquon go down. You never want to see a player of his talent go down. We have to see with him. It's going to be a question that's going to go for a while now. What are the Giants going to do with Saquon? Is he ever going to succeed in the end? Not just the NFL, but in New York. You got to think about that. I know we talk New York, but also the NFL. Is he ever going to succeed in the NFL? So do I. And then we don't know how it's going to pan out for him. We don't know how it's going to pan out for Daniel Jones. All in all, the Giants are 0-2. They got to go to the drawing boards. And they got a big week against a team that's uh, very vulnerable right now. It's a winnable game. I'm not saying they're, it's like last week. It's a winnable game. Well, you're they're all Nick, winnable in theory. Mullins, though. You're playing Nick Mullins. This team is decimated with injuries now. It's a possibility. I'm not saying they're going to win, but is it is a possibility. You want to put three game. sandwiches on it? No, I'm done with you. <laughs> talk, to, talk to Ted about that. Start, no, betting, I, Ted. Start betting Ted. You might have a listen, better stop. Listen, what, real quick, ahead. let me just point out this too. Look, five of their first seven drives were four plays or less. The other two were both seven-play drives that ended in punts. If if the Giants can't stay on the football field and get first downs and move the ball a little bit, and look at the Bears came out with a 12-play drive. And the Giants that, got three yeah, and the Giants come right back with a three and out. Here you go, defense. Get right back out there and, and get oh, your no, butt handed to you some more. Jones fumbled, and the defense held him to a field goal. So the Giants, I mean, the defense. Bravo. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I just, I, they played for, look, they played for 60 minutes full. I know they're 0 2. It is what it is. They're not the New York Jets, and they are certainly not the Atlanta Falcons. Just remember that. I mean, what a crazy week. In general, this Sunday has that past Sunday was the injuries. Now, I want to bring up this question because, well, this was one of the hot topics. Everybody says, oh, who cares? It's not a big deal. Well, it's starting to look like it. The play really showed its sloppiness. And like week one was very impressive for me. One of the better week ones I've seen. And especially in a year that we're dealing with this pandemic still going on. You can't really no do positive tests in two weeks. Was, that's yeah, got to be still, the most positive. There's thing still no positive tests, which is a great thing for the NFL. But this is where the whole COVID thing impacts the NFL. They're playing, but this impacts the NFL because there was no preseason. And for everybody that says, oh, preseason's not important. Well, just look at the, the list of players I, that are going to be out. I still get hurt that for Yeah, but I know, I know that. But when you don't have preseason, you're seeing the play on the field. You're seeing the biggest names of big. I know the quarterbacks, knock on wood, haven't gone down, but some of the bigger names, offensive players, are gone for the year. Offensive defense. So, I don't so think I've ever remembered. So did lack of preseason games have they led to this? 
I think so. storm of injuries. I think so. Think about, think about, hold on. Think about this. Think about guys who hold out for training camp and historically how they perform in the season. And I don't think this is any different. I think when you don't, and again, I said this on your show the other day, look at the quarterbacks who have been successful. It's guys that are in systems that they know and they're comfortable with. Yep. We kind of knew advantage was going to be on the offense. And again, I think you really see the highlight of quarterbacks who are in systems that are built for them or that really know the system are the guys that have been performing like crazy. And you're, you're, I think you're going to continue to see that. But yeah, I mean, not having a preseason has, has been bad. It's been tough on play. I think it would have it would have done wonders for the Giants to get a couple of preseason games in there. It, it really would have helped, especially they could have seen how bad that offensive line was and the fact that they really couldn't move the football because I'm sure in practice, things are probably going great. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you said the whole system thing because you got to look. There's a lot of new faces and new places. The Giants get a new head coach. A bunch of teams got new head coaches. That's all time away, and you got to know that with this whole pandemic, they were staying away. You, you couldn't. No, see, no, a lot of you had to see everything like this. Like Joe, I haven't seen you since March. We are in September. Yeah, it's been over six months since I've seen you. This the only way we've been able to see each other is by virtual meetings or shows or just talk, just texting, messenger. That's it. Haven't seen you in person. So you got to also put that into perspective or add that as a reason that these guys, all they had to do, all they could do is work out from home. Sometimes they could go to the weight room when it was allowed. You know what's funny? And hold on, you didn't see any major injuries during training camp. You know, usually in a normal preseason, but there's a, you always get a couple of those freak injuries. You didn't yep. hear many many injuries through the COVID practice. I, I don't know. If I, that, I don't know if that's because of the way preseason, but I do agree with you, Trev. Well, hold that, on, hold that, on, that, hold, hold on. on. And I want you that if they had two preseason games, oh, I think the Giants, speaking formally as Giant fans, the Giants would have been able to see things that they're seeing now ahead the of The Giants time. would have benefited from having a preseason because they had a new Veteran offensive coordinator. New offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new head coach. You're getting you're getting all your weapons back for the first time that you can finally use them. So and he had a younger defense. You gotta get a left you just got a rookie left tackle. What's your first pick? Gotta get him ready, right? So the only way that these players were all or these teams were participating or playing in any sort of contact was by practicing against themselves. And think about the teams that are successful right now, right? The Packers, 2-0. Veteran quarterback, veteran staff. I know very similar. The, 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 nothing the, different. The, the Seahawks. Nothing the, different. The, um, excuse me, I was going to say the Chiefs. Nothing the different. Ravens. Nothing different. All teams that are, yeah. where they probably didn't need preseason. They had majority of their veteran teams. That, they're all on one page. The only team that's going to, the only team that is, that has something completely new that is going to work is the Buccaneers because of all the weapons well, that they and the, have. And the Patriots. I'm, I'm going to put the Patriots because there are guys that have opted out, which they had the most players opt out because of COVID. Cam Newman in two games has looked MVP caliber play. He's not the MVP, but he's played to cal that caliber. And I watched last night. You know, we used to complain about his accuracy, but he looked really good for not having any preseason games and coming off of injury. I mean, how about the Arizona Cardinals? I know they got a new, a nice, nice, sexy toy in DeAndre Hopkins, but their but, team is. But they have the same system. Kyler looks like he's taking that next step to elite level. And we're gonna at the end of the show, we're giving our top five quarterbacks currently in the NFL. We want to know one through five. I want to know who the best quarterback is, and I don't care because it's gonna be tough to pick because there's some good quarterback play. But you look at it; it's just McCaffrey goes down. Just look at the name and the biggest names of names going down. Other than quarterbacks, it's just look at Jimmy G, Drew Locke, Barkley, Clayton. Think about McCaffrey. this: you're a 49er fan. In the first half, you lose your best defensive player in Nick Bosa. Then they bring in Solomon Thomas, who was the number two pick out of Stanford. He gets a knee injury. Then Raheem Mozart, after the first play of the game against the Jets, goes for 80 yards. He gets knee injury. Your starting quarterback Jimmy G gets hurt. I mean, those are significant injuries, my of friend. It is. Those are and George Kittle was hurt from the week before, so another big key injury for the 49ers. You look at that division in the NFC West. Seattle looks great. Russell Wilson is probably the best quarterback that in football. Looks great. The Rams look like back in the Super Bowl tie. The Cardinals. I just want to say and the Cardinals are two and zero. The Jets are the worst team in football. Let's get that straight, everyone. The yeah, Jets are the, 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 the Jets are the worst team in football. Okay, the Giants are not the worst team in football. Thank you. The 
the Falcons are the biggest choke artist in the NFL. It's not even close. <laughs> Did you see this? Yes. Look at that. That's Dude, what I, saw, I saw this on the internet. I thought we should share this. If you think I mean, your team's that. having a bad day, just be happy you're not the 49ers. That was a rough, that was a and rough stretch of game. I would have the 49ers than the Falcons. And some of their better players. I would have rather been the Fal- 49ers than the Falcons yesterday. Can we never mention the 49ers again? Or not the 49ers, the Falcons again on this show because they are the ultimate. I don't know, oh, Joe. That is they, are, they are a choke artist waiting. I could not believe Dan Quinn is still the head coach of the Atlanta. I don't blame Matt Ryan. You got to feel bad for Matt Ryan a little bit because he played great yesterday. There was no issues whatsoever yesterday. That's with another thing play. concerning about the 49ers. I'm glad you brought up Jimmy, Jimmy G because that's the second time getting a leg injury, just like Barkley. And that's a good thing for, especially a quarterback that has big money. He isn't I mean, that good. He's not a great quarterback. He's not, good. He's not a great quarterback. And if you watch the two games so far, or the game and a half that he's played, plus the Super Bowl, the head coach doesn't have confidence no, in him. Not at all. Does not have confidence like a Bill Belichick put in Cam Newton or Kyler Murray in Arizona or other or Joe Burrow who has to throw the ball 61 times in the second game with no offensive line and no running game. That's confidence in a quarterback. That's not confidence when you take the ball out of your quarterback's hand and say, we'd rather run the ball in third and five and punt the ball than have to pass it because we're worried about him throwing an interception it's or just de- not making a play. It's just definitely unfortunate to see. I mean, this, like I said, week one was very impressive. And you know who else looks like crap? I'll get Kirk Cousins, your favorite quarterback. I'm joking on yeah, that. I Kirk know. Cousins, garbage. Three picks. You didn't even know. I mean, the Vikings are 0-2, and they don't even And you had them win the division. Yeah. My fault. I, hey, I, whatever. I gave him a chance. And Matt Ron- and, uh, I and, and Aaron Rodgers is telling everyone to R-E-L-A-X because they are putting up a show no, he's right now. He's telling everybody to go screw themselves. He's telling the Green Bay Packers organization as well to go screw themselves because guess what? That man is on a mission. He looks impressive. And that's the good thing about this NFL season right now. The quarterback play has been great, but the injuries, how is that going to impact going forward? And we're only in week two. That's the problem. We're only in week two, and the names that went down and some of the names that are out for the entire year are some of the biggest in the league. It's frustrating. And you know what's going to It's just frustrating to see because just to see football back and somehow COVID had their impact. May not be because of their playing. They're playing. Sorry, COVID. You didn't win that one but you're winning the battle with that sense of these players going down, not having preseason. It's showing on the field. I mean, yesterday specifically really showed players have been, I've never seen so many dropped balls in in games than I did yesterday. It felt like that's not because of COVID. That's because I'm not taking blame in COVID. I'm just saying it's just, Week one was so impressive for me. It, It felt smooth. It felt like it went well. Yesterday was fun, but just the injuries, it had such a, Debbie Downer. The NFC East is garbage. The NFC, yeah. The Eagles, I mean, there should be – the Washington football team right now should be in first place at still 1-1. That's why the the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Giants all should be 0-2. And the Eagles look very bad. They don't look – Carson Wentz struggled. I mean, he freaking got booed with no fans in the stadium. Just know, remember, Giant fans. Joe, did you see that? I mean, they literally – Trevor sent that to me last night. Thank you for that. They literally booed him, and there's no fans. So if you're a Giant fan, just just know that these Eagles with no fans still booed Carson Wentz. And Jared Goff, Right now, that was a battle. I, I don't know if that that's the first time. Are they playing to, against one? No, that's the second time. The second Remember, time? they played in L.A. and Wentz got hurt. Oh, yeah. Remember, Wentz tore his ACL. That was yeah, when he was okay. having his MVP. Well, Calvary. Jared Goff, I mean, like I said, the quarterback play is, to me, keeping the NFL. Like, we always talk about the quarterback position. And I feel like the quarterback position is at such a high level right now that there's – there's about eight or nine really, really good quarterbacks in this league that are playing well. Dak Prescott, I mean, an impressive game yesterday, 450 passing touchdown and three rushing touchdowns. First quarterback that three rushing touchdowns over four I mean, passing. It's been – the quarterback play is keeping the NFL afloat because of how good that play is. I know the NFL is never going anywhere. I get that. But we need to have these quarterbacks, especially this year. And we've talked about a couple years ago. Remember when they Matt had Ryan had a huge day yesterday. Aaron yeah, Rodgers, did. Russell Wilson, Cam had a great game last night. There, you, Kyler Murray. I mean, you could go through the list, and then you look at the teams. You're like, all right, well, did the team win, and how did they perform? Well, like, even Ryan, the reason why Dallas won. Look at Ryan Tannehill. I mean, we didn't even bring up Ryan Tannehill. Four touchdowns yesterday. He looked good. He's been great. 
since coming in as a starter last Gardner year. Minshew Gardner Minshew didn't play bad. Gardner Minshew didn't play. You, you, I think we're all starting to get the feel of who are the bad teams, who are the teams that are like in the middle that are not good or like all right but not great, and then you got the teams that are really good. And I know it's only been two weeks, but I can already – you could separate those in each category. Well, again, Joe, I feel like we haven't had you on. I feel like you should just chime in and say whatever you feel, my man. Tell us how you're a big fat loser against Trev. Well, oh. listen, you've definitely had the uh, the upper hand on some of our more recent bets, and that's yeah, fine. You know, no, I, I watched it last night on my NFL fantasy app. I got nervous when I saw it was at the one yard line. I'm like, oh my god, Joe's gonna win this game. Yeah. <laughs> Had no had no business being in that game. Last Can I just say, sign me up for when the Patriots and Seahawks play. Please play them every year. Because the last three times they've played, it's come down to the one-yard line. Just know that. Sign That's me interesting. up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, Cam Newton, it looks amazing right now. He looks great. And all the teams that decided to pass up on him, Bill Belichick's is sitting back in his chair saying, are you Superman? Are you wearing the hoodie? I'm wearing, I'm wearing my Bill Belichick hoodie. Are you a Patriot fan right you now? You just got to have the mask like kind of like on, off. Like Yeah, know. did you see that? The mask. Like, he don't yeah, want to listen, let me just say this. You know, uh, kudos to Cam Newton and, and kudos to Bill Belichick. I told you that Bill Belichick and Cam were going to be good. And I did say he would put up MVB caliber numbers, and he certainly upheld his end of the deal so far. I should have bet a sandwich on that, and that's my bad. But, I, I mean, again, with, with think about this. Dude came into camp as the number three guy. Yep. Had to learn, Had to earn his way to first-team reps, started on day one, and has been outstanding both weeks. And he was a captain, and he got elected captain of the team, which speaks even more volume for a new guy walking in with a persona that comes off as a selfish egomaniac. Two games what? in, Cam Newton's definitely, um, definitely got himself set up so far for twenty twenty one. A surprising, not storyline, but just most surprising thing you've seen so far from this first early season two weeks in the NFL. What would be for you, Joe? Well, gosh, I mean, the injuries, uh, you guys mentioned the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, goodness gracious, how bad of a team, how they get to be so bad so fast. It, it's it's almost stunning at this point. And they, um, did, they, they scored only three points in the entire game, so that was just a garbage touchdown at the end. Just I'll no tell you what, though, and, and I look forward to us talking about our uh, top five quarterbacks because there's a guy in the NFL – who never seems to get the credit for what he does. I don't know what Josh Allen has to do. Maybe win some games, maybe win a division, but 417 yesterday, four more touchdowns. This guy's a beast in fantasy. He's a beast in real life. And if anyone's going to strangle this division away from Bill Belichick, it's going to be Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I think I this know, guy's that, top. That Patriot team, I don't, I don't know. I, I know they're one and one right now, but that Patriot team with Cam, the way he's playing, the way they'll win ten. Moving with the way that offense is moving and the the lack of weapons that they have, the Patriots are going to be a tough out for the next fourteen weeks for any team that has to play them. They're going to be a tough out. That division's up for grabs between those two. The Jets are god awful. The Dolphins are still waiting for Tua to take over the reins. But this is a Bills and Patriots division, and it's up for the taking. Both quarterbacks look amazing. Josh Allen, 400 yards passing. Right now, those two quarterbacks in that draft class that was supposed to be one of the better classes of all time, Lamar and Josh Allen, by far. Those two are yeah. separated and, themselves. And Baker and Darnold are in that bottom. And Rosen's just – well, you, can't, you, can't, you cannot – Rosen is literally in the – Because he's never really had a chance. you got to give him a real opportunity. I'm glad you brought up Josh Allen, though, because that's – I mean, anytime you throw 400 yards on anybody, you're doing – and four touchdowns, you got to be doing something right. I mean, he runs the ball, too. He has all the ta- – he has all the makings of a really, really – successful quarterback, a, a dual threat guy running people over that could come back to haunt him if he keeps it up because you don't want to see a guy like him get injured. It's like the Lamar thing, Kyler, um, Russell, Deshaun. You don't want to see these dual threat quarterbacks getting hurt Just because they have been so, they've been, they've been so successful and they're so great at what they do that you want to see them continuously be great. You don't want to see anybody get hurt, especially get great talent. 
That's another storyline. I mean, the Chiefs struggled for majority of part of that game. Only had six points for majority of that game. I know that. That's Patrick, exactly. Chargers well, Patrick Mahomes plays them tough well, Patrick every year. Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes does, and that's why the, the top five quarterback is going to be tough because Mahomes, I know Russell was amazing last night. But Patrick Mahomes was just as great when he needed to be at best. They might have the best Harrison kicker in the Dieter game. Harrison hit three game-winning field goals at the end. First was a penalty. He hit the first one for 51 or 52. Mm-hmm. He had a full start. Mm-hmm. Then there was a timeout. He hit it again, 58. Then he hit it again for the actual game winner. The man who would have hit that from about 70. That- he might be the best kicker in the game. I mean, Justin Herbert looked very good in his debut. I mean – I hope I hope Tyron Taylor is okay. Anytime you hear about chest issues, especially right now with that was rib what, injuries. He said he had chest issues. It was a rib injury. That's why they say chest. Okay, okay. It was a well, rib injury. Reaggravated during warm I hope it's nothing serious. That's all. I, I don't want. I don't wish anything bad. Go back him. to the bench and let the rookie play because he's going to give them the best chance. If he's healthy, I read this morning. If he's healthy, he will definitely uh, be the starter. They 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 liked what they saw with with Herbert, but they definitely uh, they said Tyrod Taylor earned that job in camp for a reason, and they would be more comfortable playing him for now. So if he's healthy, he's a go. But Herbert did look very uh, very hard to take out. At least out if right you're now. a Chargers fan, you've got to be somewhat pleased for what you saw for a guy that found out five seconds before the game was like, hey, uh, you're going in. Oh. I thought it was a joke, by the way. He actually thought it was a joke when they, well, they said, said uh, it on the game. When the game went on at CBS, I was Jim surprised. Nance I was and surprised. I was like, like, wait, that's not Tyrod Taylor. Did Tyrod Taylor yeah, get pale or something? Because when they were sitting with him on the stand, when, like, they was, Taylor get when he was sitting, I was, I was like, what happened to Tyrod yeah, but Taylor? When he, I, well, I was watching him sitting on the bench, and it looked like he was like, hey, listen, dude, you're getting benched. Because I thought he was, like, upset. And then you find out, like, after I just the first hope I hope it's nothing serious. I hope he's all right. Just – how about a warm-up would you have to have if you got pulled? Yeah. You're on the field stretching, and the coach is like, yeah, I don't like anything I'm seeing here. You're out. That would have been weird. So, uh, But unfortunately, I think he's going to be all right. I asked myself, why is Kirk Cousins still a starting quarterback in this league? What do I know? Well, I've always said Kirk Cousins was a bum, and last year he definitely tried to prove me wrong, but he's reverted right back to what I always knew he was. So welcome back. Welcome back to the crew. Welcome and, back. And, and here's the thing. It Welcome back to the middle of the pack, Kirk Cousins. We didn't, even t- we didn't even talk about the You th- like that? We didn't even talk about the Thursday night game. And we're going to get into our last topic of the quarterbacks. You saw on Thursday night the display of Joe Burrow and how he looked amazing. And if that team could just get an offensive line to surround him, the, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to be good, maybe sooner than we think. Because Joe Burrow, I mean, you go 37-61 with no picks, with that offensive line, I know they lost, but still, this team looks like they have hope for going forward with Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert looked good. The league is in good hands with all of these great quarterbacks. But I want to close out because of how great the quarterbacks are and some of the bigger names. It's going to be hard to pick out of the top five quarterbacks. Joe, you can start. Your You're going to make me go first? Oh, do, you, do, you want to, do you know your five? Yeah. Ted, start from five to one. Oh, five to one? No, I don't want to know one. I want to know five through one. Kyler Murray at five. Now, this is who's playing right now and how I've seen the last two weeks and how they perform. Kyler Murray is the fifth best quarterback right now playing. I know he's not the fifth best quarterback overall. No, 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 no. Right now playing in football. Hold on, we got to go. Because I know how people Hold on, hold on. No, no, we got to retract our statement then. I want to know. Not who's playing, who are the five best quarterbacks? Right now playing. playing. No, not playing. In your mind, who are the five best quarterbacks? No, because then it's different. Right now, Kyler Murray is one of the five best quarterbacks playing in on football on Sunday. Number four. God. You always make this different, more difficult. Number four is Lamar. Number three is Rodgers. Number two is Mahomes. And number one is Wilson. What I've seen, Russell Wilson is the best quarterback without a question right now. If he's not, if he's not the MVP right now, I don't know what the hell you people are watching. He should have no completions. The pick last night was thrown in Greg Olson's hand like this, and it got picked for six. Should not have a pick. He should have more touchdowns and incompletions, okay? Aaron Rodgers was supposed to have no weapons, supposed to be old and garbage. He has been tremendous in the last two weeks, dominating, okay? Mahomes is just Mahomes. I got to give – I put Mahomes there. Lamar, I put at four. I just think he's a product of his, it's the running game. In it. And it's no knock. One, two, five – I could put any of those guys at one, okay? okay. So if you're telling me Lamar's number one, then good. He's one. It's fine. It's and Kyle opinion. Murray's number five. The way he's played the last two weeks against the 49ers and against the Redskins, phenomenal. Joseph, who 
are your top five quarterbacks? I'll give you my top five. I got number five, Josh Allen. Not a bad. See, right there. I mean, number four, Dak Prescott. Okay. Number three. Who's he leaving off? Lamar Jackson. Oh, boy. Number two, uh, Patty Mahomes. And number one, I've also got um, Russell Wilson. Wow, you don't have Aaron Rodgers at all, huh? Um. Would he be sixth? He would be sixth for me. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like you know, I, I saw a list earlier today where Josh Allen was tenth or eleventh, I think, and I think that's somebody has to be off that top five for me because Josh Allen's got to be in it, and uh, unfortunately for Aaron Rodgers, and that's no, I, I thought about Lamar, but I've just got Lamar because of the dual threat and what he brings. He's got to start winning some games though, or I'll bump him off this five quickly. Oh, Lamar. Lamar. He has all he does. That's is not what I meant. No, nope, that came out back. I was like, Joe, what are you saying? Listen, if anyone does win, he just doesn't win in the playoffs. If anyone should be off that list, it should be Dak. That's not what I meant. I meant Dak, and that that certainly came out wrong. I you got to win games, man. You got to win games. You know, I love Deshaun Watson too, but win some games. You got to yeah. win games. Find a way to win games. The Ravens have won 14 straight regular season games. So, uh, so my so there's your Lamar. There's your Lamar. Yeah, he, he needs to win a little more. There's a little 14 more. straight regular season. Here's wins. my top five. So number five, I actually do have Kyler Murray as well. I love Kyler Murray. He was actually my first pick to be MVP. Then I was like, you know, what? I think Russell's gonna win it. But those two guys, man, what he does at his height and how he can throw the ball and he's so fast. He just runs around, and good luck trying to stop him. Number five is Kyler Murray. Number four is Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is on a mission right now. They look like one – I mean, they're scoring in bunches. They scored 42 this week. Last week they scored – 47. They scored 43 last week. So they're at 42.5 points in two weeks with a team that lost their number one receiver last week. Don't know how – or this past week. Don't know how long he's going to be. And Rodgers is just doing Rodgers things. He's got he's a man on a mission ever since Jordan Love became that first pick for them. He's trying to prove everyone wrong. Aaron Rodgers is nasty. Number three is Lamar Jackson. I I just think he's something that we've never seen. He's he's better than Michael Vick. So anybody that says, Oh, we've seen Michael Vick before. Well, he's not Michael Vick, he's not Lamar he's Jackson. Passer. He's a better passer and he's only getting better. And according to Joe, he needs to win more games. <laughs> But he's been amazing. They only to win more games. Everybody he, should win more games. That's what I want. Just win, right? You got to win. Hello? You play to win the game, Joe, right? As Herm once said. Number two to me is Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. I'm still picking Russell Wilson. I love Russell Wilson. I think he's going to win the MVP. I picked him to win the you MVP. Just second, then. I know. But I'm, I picked him to win. Doesn't mean he's not the best quarterback. So number one is Mahomes. Number one is Mahomes just because until you de- defeat the king, can't take him off. Can't take him off his pedestal. I just would want you to know what Russell Wilson's numbers would be if Andy Reid was his coach and thing, he had the weapons to throw the ball around the field here's, like Mahomes Here's does. my thing about Instead Seattle. Instead of running the ball And that's why I get in. nervous with Seattle because, yes, they are great right now. They're 2-0. But every time we see this with them, they're one of the top teams in the NFC. But of that system, the way that – maybe they're going to finally give the keys to Russell Wilson and let him just throw and pick everybody apart. But until I see them get out into an NFC title game or even to a Super Bowl because it's been a while for Russell Wilson, I'm still going with Mahomes. He's the champ. He's the MVP. He's not He's not the MVP, but he is He's the face of the league. Until he goes down, I'm going to stay with Mahomes. He's unlike anything we've ever seen as well. You can't go wrong with any one of these guys. You can add Josh Allen in there, Dak Prescott. Jared Goff. Jared Goff looks really, really good right and now. He, and, and I like what Steve just wrote. Watson. It's not like he's and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, man. I, I love Deshaun Watson. I feel bad for him just because Bill O'Brien is god-awful, and I hope to God he's gone and they get a new coach and a new GM and uh, just because that guy is way too talented to be being on to, and it doesn't look like it's going to get any better being 0-3. Against a so, listen – I, I got to ask Steve Risser a question, and, and this is one of those things that I don't understand. How does Deshaun Watson get a pass at 0-2? And, and I understand he played the Chiefs and Ravens, but your job is to win games. Yeah, but you can't play all the positions. He, he, I, I, he, listen, he I understand that. You can say the same. He did struggle yesterday. I, I'm not, he did struggle a little bit. I, I, I wouldn't put him in the top five. Definitely not because – 
I mean, that I feel like they might as well put Brady in the top five because it's Brady and he was one and one. No, the, he hasn't played. Watson hasn't played to the level of Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and all the four other guys that we had named with Lamar, Mahomes, Rogers, Wilson. I'm not ready to put Josh Allen in that top five yet either, just because I need to see more of it. Yeah, but that's my only thing. We're I mean, asking, Cam Newton. Has... I I did it by base on two weeks of the NFL season. Who I've seen has been the five best quarterbacks in two weeks. I've seen, and that's why Kyler Murray's in the top five. From, because... I'm at it from last year and these first. I don't two care weeks. about last year. It's what can you do for me now? Well, and what have you done for all, me? all those quarterbacks have been? Because I mean, Josh Allen would not be in Joe's consideration if this was part of last year. But when you look at Josh Allen, what he's done in the two weeks that he's been the starting quarterback for the Bills this season. He's looked like a much more improved passer you can't, and complete quarterback other than a guy who can just run around for 110 yards a game. He can throw the ball, and he's gotten touched now. The throw, not, he I, made a throw to Stephon Diggs yesterday on the silence. I don't know if you saw the highlight. Of course I did. It was unbelievable. He unbelievable. Into, almost went into the And seat. what I also liked was it was like a third or four late in the game, and instead of running the ball, they went deep and he hit him for a touchdown. That was when yeah. they went up big against Miami. I mean, Matthew Stafford, I'm looking through the comments. Matthew Stafford in Detroit, I mean, he's... feel bad for anybody in Detroit. I feel, I feel bad for anybody that plays for Cleveland, the Jets, and the Detroit Lions. Sorry, Jet fans, if you're watching, but you guys are atrocious. And anybody that wants to talk junk about the Giants, I know the Giants aren't good, but the New York Jets are an embarrassment. You gave up a third and 31 and gave up a 55-yard toss play. You know, the first, they don't even look like they're competitive. It's the difference between losing competitively and losing and looking... Awful. And Jamal Adams and looks good J on Sunday Night Football. And he finally beat the Patriots, he said last night. He's like, it's good to finally beat the Patriots. The Jets are horrible. They're the worst team in the league. So shut up, Jet fans. You're just like the Mets. You come in with your high expectations, and what happened? At least for Giant fans, we know what to expect <laughs> since 2012. We expect 0-2. We expect them to not be good. But for anybody that wants to continuously uh, side with Sam Darnold, I'm sorry, but I haven't seen it yet. He doesn't look good. Adam Gase is atrocious. He's along with Bill O'Brien. There's the bad, then there's the ugly, and the Jets are in that ugly trend right now. Uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Jets. The Cleveland, well, the Cleveland Browns are one and one. Got to see what they do. Right now, they they won. They run the football. They'll be fine. They have two outstanding running backs. I mean, we didn't even talk about the Buccaneers. Tonight's the opener in Vegas as well. The home opener should be an exciting What do you game. got tonight, Saints? We, we all on the same bandwagon? No, Saints Joe, I'm not making a bet with you tonight. No, no bets, but Saints. I know Saints, Joe's desperately looking for one Saints, right now. Saints to win tonight? Yo, yeah, I got it. It's an easy win right there. I would think so. Again, I you, you, when you're looking at the teams that have been successful, I mean, they're going to score a lot of points. Where would you put Breeze in your quarterback ranking? Honestly, I, I've only, I mean, I would say, you know, probably for me, I would put, what did I say? Uh, uh, Rogers sticks. I probably got Murray seven. I probably put him at like eight. Would well, no, would you put Brady in front of him? No, would you put I wouldn't. Not yet. I think what Brady, Brady's got to, Brady's got to like start playing really good football. I mean, he, um, what about Jared? What about Jared? Yeah. Ball? I got I got Cam in my top ten. I would put Goff in the top ten, and I would have to bump anybody I haven't mentioned out already. Then, Josh Allen, Dak. No, you would have to bump. You'd have to bump Breeze. I don't put Breeze in the top ten. Yeah, I again, I mean, I think Breeze is effective, but uh, you know, again, he's got a great cast around him, and he knows the system, and I mean, it it, it works out well, really well for him. Three yard dinks and dunks, and let all the guys do the other work. I had. We'll see how great he is tonight with his top weapon out. Yeah, maybe John Gruden will come with something exciting. I hope Vegas wins tonight, but I, I expect the Saints to win as well. I'm very interested to see their stadium after seeing SoFi the last two weeks. I'm very interested I would have to, loved see to see that home opener, man. See what with the fans. Going. Can you imagine what Vegas would have been like with, the, with if there was no COVID? Vegas would have been jumping tonight. Well, it is jumping tonight. Just can't go in the stadium. Just can't go in the stadium. Just go to the bars and get drunk, right? Did anyone see that Red Sox guy, though? Sneak into the stadium. Did you see that, Joe? The crack Yeah, guy? oh, my God. Hilarious. Dude, people are crazy. How the hell did he get up there? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Hey, that's my biggest thing. Joe, what are you doing? Are you focusing? Are you, are you going back on your top five quarterbacks? Oh, I messed up on this one. I'm really thinking about my list. I really am. I, I, I almost kind of want to redo it now because I, I don't know. Do I, do I have to give you a second chance? Maybe. Maybe? Listen, well, I think. Let me have a right agree? Would you agree right now, though, that Josh Allen seriously has to be considered in the top five the way no. that guy's playing? No. He's played like a top five. Listen, if you want to put, if anybody wants to put 
Deshaun Watson in that group, but not Josh Allen. I mean, you're you're getting pretty much this the same guys, you know, maybe a better passer compared to a better runner, but I mean, these guys are both getting it done, scoring and putting up big yardage. I don't know what more what so more does he need to do? So let's see. With the first four, you know who you got. It's Wilson, Rodgers, Mahomes, and Lamar. That's no question the top four. Now you can make the argument for five. I put Kyle Murray, considering the Arizona Cardinals, uh, who they played and how well they looked. You know, you look at Washington's defense, what they did the week before to Carson Wentz, they were ferocious, and he tore them up yesterday. And then the week before, what he did to the 49ers defense when they were healthy. How about this? Oh, how about you this question? That. And then, you, you know, and then you take – I am hungry. I'm not going to lie. Snickers might do the trick right now. Final thing about this. Who do you think is the most complete quarterback in the NFL? Mahomes. Really? Absolutely. He can run. He had 320 last night. He runs with the first up the middle. And he makes every throw at all times. He's a younger, more athletic Aaron Rodgers when we thought Aaron Rodgers was the next big thing. I thought you would have said Russell. It's not. Mahomes, just because here's the only little difference. I think Mahomes' arm is a little stronger. So those extra throws that not many, there's certain guys that have that arm strength. Josh Allen has that arm strength. Mahomes has that strength arm. And Rodgers has that arm. That elite arm. Yep. There's a difference between having Tyler a good Murray arm. has that arm. Too. I don't know if he has the Tyler elite Mar arm. has a very strong arm. I but think Mahomes when you're talking about. When you're talking about the difference between Russell and Mahomes, I think you're talking about the difference between Joe DiMaggio and Ted Williams. I, I think you're talking about uh, uh, two guys that have been, you know, doing it just as long that are just as good. Well, the Yankees it, it, were trade for Ted Williams. And... Yeah, uh, sure, but right. I mean, I'm I'm just saying. You look at those two guys, and it's like, ooh, very similar skill sets. Russell's been doing it longer. I don't know why that doesn't count. I mean, he's got a Super Bowl as well, so. You know, I, I don't understand why why he gets knocked off the, the top spot because by, by Patty Mahomes just because Patty's a shiny new toy again. Yeah. A couple of years in the league and people wanna people oh. wanna put him in Canton, they wanna get him a gold the the, the gold me, jacket and everything. Let me say one Off more for Wilson. If anybody says he doesn't have weapons, DK Metcalf is an emerging star. He's going to be a superstar receiver in this league. Tyler Lockett is a very good weapon. Greg Olson is a reliable tight end. They have Chris Carson in the backfield. So stop saying that if they had, if if he had Mahomes' weapons, he has very good weapons, and it's starting to show. Demar Moore as well with that great catch. I mean, they, he finds ways to get it to his, his weapons, and they have a good system going with this Seattle. And and the good thing is they're letting him throw the ball finally. But stop with the stop with the no weapons with Russell Wilson. He has weapons. Okay. So he has no excuse not to be in the NFC Championship game. Sign me up for whatever happens. I know some big games this week. We're going to talk about it later in the week. You got the Saints if they win. You got Saints and Packers Sunday night. And then the Monday night game next week. Boy, oh, boy, I wish I wasn't working because we get to see Mahomes and Lamar. So you know we'll be talking about that. And then even Dallas and Seattle is the 430 game. So there's a lot of good football coming next week. I think the Rams are playing. I forgot it's a battle of another two old teams, but the Rams are playing somebody good as well. So right now we're in week. We're going into week three after tonight. A lot of injuries. Sadly, one of the major injuries in the NFL season early on is our Saquon Barkley. We're hoping Saquon comes back better than ever. We're hoping for the best. Get better, two sex. Plain and simple, Joseph. As always, thank you, big guy. I wish the Giants didn't suck. Thanks for having me. On. Yeah, thanks, Mitchell. thanks, Scott. <laughs> at least we're not. I like I said. At least we're not Detroit uh, um, Jet fans or Browns fans. So we'll deal with it. At least we got the Yankees there before. Yeah, like I said, we'll be back at the later in the week to talk New York Yankees baseball. We haven't talked much about them, but they clinched. They're staying hot. They finally lose to the Red Sox. I was hoping that they they would sweep the Red Sox again. And then we'll talk about my Lakers. I still have some good teams going on. So. The Lakers are a couple wins away. They play tomorrow night, and then they can close out on Thursday, depending on what happens tomorrow. So right now, like I said, sports is great. Sports is looking good. Can't wait to see what the week holds for us. But everybody, enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We are streaming on all social media platforms, including YouTube at Keys to the City. You can check us out. And at Cobra Crest Media as well, if you're trying to look and get involved in this type of field, whatever it may be, camera work, behind the scenes, in front of a camera, 
Let us know. Get back to that man, the legend, Joseph McGuire, and he can help you out with that as well. Joseph, thank you for joining us. Overcrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.